This program may include depictions of health conditions that could be distressing for certain listeners. The views expressed on this program belong solely to the individuals featured and do not represent the opinions of Himalaya Wellness Company or GeoSav. It is important to note that this program is not intended to defame any individual, entity, caste, community, race or religion, nor to disparage any institution or person, whether living or deceased. It should be understood that this program is not a replacement for professional medical advice. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The House of Wellness, Season 2, powered by Himalaya Wellness Company, streaming on Geo Seven. Welcome to The House of Wellness, powered by Himalaya Wellness Company. Himalaya is one of the leading global herbal healthcare brands that has been harnessing the science of Ayurveda since the 1930s. We are present in over 100 countries, spreading the promise of wellness in every home and happiness in every heart to millions of homes around the globe. Welcome to the House of Wellness Season 2, a podcast powered by Himalaya Wellness Company. This season, we embark on a journey exploring the various facets of holistic wellness through our conversations with influential personalities from the health, sports and social sectors. Each episode focuses on a specific theme, such as mindfulness, sustainable living, nutrition, and mental health, uncovering insights into leading a balanced and holistic lifestyle. House of Wellness Season 2 is designed to empower you with knowledge and inspiration, making wellness a fundamental part of your journey. Tune in to embark on a healthier and happier life. I'm Charu Sharma, and today we have a special guest on our show. Joining us is Mr. Sridhar Venkat, the CEO of Akshay Patra Foundation. Being a visionary leader, he has devoted his life to eliminating hunger and providing nourishment to millions of children. Through his organization, he has tirelessly worked to uplift communities and make a positive impact on countless lives worldwide. Sridhar, welcome to the show. Thank you, Charu, for having me on the show. You know, I, I mean it when I say that I'm overwhelmed because people do what they do to earn a living or to take their lives forward. But to me, going beyond the call of duty and helping those who are underprivileged is, is God's work, really. And you guys at Akshay Patra have been fantastic. Tell us a little more about the, the length and the, the width, the breadth of everything that Akshay Patra does under your tutelage. So... Charu, Akshay Patra's strategic vision is no child in India will be deprived of education because of hunger. And we started in the year 2000 with just 1,500 children, five schools in Bangalore, the Silicon Valley of East. And uh, today we feed over 2 million children oh, gosh. in over 20,000 schools across uh, 15 states and two union territories. One of the distinguishing factors of Akshay Patra is, you know, we don't just feed people who are hungry. It's strategic because meal becomes an incentive for these children to come to school. And that's how Akshay Patra scaled up using frugal innovation, a lot of missionary spirit and professionalism. And we just cover less than 2% of India's government school-going children population. You know, I was about to ask that because sometimes it can be so self-defeating in that you're helping so many children and yet it's only 2% of what you could do. One can just imagine the amount of work still left and I hope that you're getting increasing support 
for your effort as you go along. You know, Charu, our country runs the world's largest school meal program. And government of India has done a phenomenal job with various state governments. We are a public-private partnership. And India has got about 110 million children who go to the government schooling system uh, and who get a midday meal. We run the world's largest school meal program, government of India. So when you say public-private, where's the support that you're getting? Is also from the government because those are the schools? Uh, and is that being buoyed by private support, corporate support? Yes. So when I say public-private partnership, we are implementers of a government's of the government's midday meal program so close to 50% of what we require comes in the form of cash subsidy and grain subsidy the running expenditure the balance we raise from corporates like himalaya uh, corporates trusts and foundations individuals retail donors philanthropists well himalaya thank you uh, so obviously let's get to the heart of the matter the meal itself and that could be a challenge because what do you provide? You provide the same thing day in and day out. The ingredients need to be very carefully sourced. So there are plenty of challenges there itself to begin with. So let me give you a little purview of the scale, actually. So we handle about 5,000 tons of food raw material every day, 500 tons. Five, oh gosh, even that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and typically a kitchen which feeds 100,000 children handles about 7 tons of grains, 5 tons of pulses, 5 tons of dairy, Okay, and five tons of vegetables. But all this is obviously not done at a central place because you're looking after all of India. So there are different centers which, which get the same set of ingredients. So what Akshaypatra does is we have not standardized the meal across the country. We have localized the meal because our whole objective is the child should get what her, his mother or her mother will cook if she had resources. Of course, nobody can mm. match a mother's cooking. <laughs> So we try to come as close as possible and try to give variation. You spoke about standardization. We change the meal after 15 days. That means every day the meal changes. And after 15 days, it gets repeated, actually. An enormous task. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the wellness part or, and the nutrition part of the meal. Because obviously, you must take great care in ensuring that it's not just a bland meal. It's a nutritious meal. And perhaps the most important meal for these children all day long, day after day. For many of these children, this is the single biggest meal which they get in the day. And this meal becomes an incentive for these children to come to school. For us, the challenge is it should not be just nutritious. Even before nutrition, it has to be safe. So it has to be hot, safe, nutritious, and above all, tasty meal. Because you're dealing with children and they are very discerning. Just because they come from bottom of the pyramid, uh, you can't give them what they don't like. So continually, that's the challenge. How do you ensure that the children get a hot, safe, nutritious, and yet a very tasty meal? And within all of that, do you think they also get an enhanced uh, knowledge and understanding of what is good for the body, what is good for them as they go on to lead their lives after school? When Akshay Patra feeds children in school, what we are trying to do, we are also come up with a project called Eat Well, where children are taught uh, gratitude. Uh, they are taught to thank the person who's serving them, the organization which is serving them, gratitude to the teachers. So idea is not only we provide meal, but also give a holistic experience for these children. So the pilot which you have started, though that's not our core area as of now, but we feel uh, this will be complete when we do an Eat Well project. The fact that there are so many different kinds of diet, and you must have picked this up yourself when you read what is good for you, is today is not good for you tomorrow and vice versa. Because I know there's the usual mantra of regional, seasonal, and local. And how would you balance that 
against what is good for you and what's not good for you so what we do uh, charu is we do research before we get into a place for example orissa will give an orissan meal in gujarat will give this chilen sukhdi and because her, their mother will be making that dal dhokli so making sure that we localize the palate sourcing may be central localization of palate and continual research in terms of taste and preference of this children is there some research that you do on on what it does to the children are they all in much better health now and are they being able to understand the value of what they're getting at school which may or may not be replicable at home the other day i met a boy who's 6 feet 3 inches tall 10 years akshay patra beneficiary received a scholarship from us first attempt he has cleared chartered accountancy examination now that's holistic and the impact of you know serving a hot safe nutritious meal and giving a bit of access to education and scholarship that's what a that's the power of a meal was well, a lovely story i must yeah. admit yeah. you mentioned that you also teach them how to be uh, grateful for what they receive so there's a certain amount of mindfulness if i can use that term that uh, these children may also be developing through what you teach them is that uh, a possibility so when we did a survey sometime back what do you like in akshay patra meal the first answer was we like the teacher <laughs> though we don't serve teachers okay so children love what the teachers teach so indian government school teachers also do a great job in terms of teaching them moral values in terms of teaching them gratitude we just need to be a catalyst that's what akshay patra is trying to do because our core or flagship program is serving a hot safe nutritious meal to children 20 lakh or 2 million children day after day again i say a huge number let me get on to mental health now in urban india we hear a lot more about should be say mental situations which require assistance depression and so on and so forth you deal with the strata of society which perhaps are not elated at their situation yet how do you find their average mental health of, of all the children that that you must come across in schools you know i have seen children come coming from uh, upper class or upper middle class because i meet different children and i see children who go to the government schooling system the children who go to government schooling system they have fire in their belly what they need is just access they need access to good food and good education i'll just give you a story it really happened before covid there was uh, noise outside my office so i saw four children four young boys wearing blue uniform that's a government school uniform navigating a robot into my office they had made a robot from scrap and the one boy was carrying a big medal this was a medal from a national competition on robotics beating some of the best private schools in the country <laughs> what a heartwarming story fantastic yeah. so many times we have wrong perspective but if we provide them access to education and food they develop into very strong individuals let's pick up on the term stress do you think the more their ambition grows children from less privileged strata of society does it cause an imbalance a stress that you know how do we possibly break out of this we are getting a good meal yes we getting some education but how do we break out of the circle of 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 being underprivileged is that a stress for them do you think so many of these children know that they are coming from bottom of the pyramid and uh, they live within their means so these children once they uh, they know that my parents have struggled hard and have uh, brought me to school and uh, this organization giving me food and they are giving me scholarship so gratitude in these children is uh, way ahead and a way notch ahead um, when compared to many other children actually 
sometimes a lot of education is great but then uh, the avenues of employment should we say also need to be there because you get educated and then if you don't find suitable employment sometimes it can create a little bit of dissonance government of india gives 14000 crores worth of scholarship to children who are needy and these children are not aware of so akshay patra started an initiative called avsar where we matched what a child needs in terms of scholarships and we gave scholarship to about 3000 children using this portal called avsar if you really see some of the best brains in india some of the best bureaucrats they all come from government schools well also come from government also also they also come True. from government absolutely absolutely sure let's move on to another valuable aspect of holistic wellness hygiene and since you deal with situations or are exposed to situations where hygiene may not be automatically understood or offered is that a challenge or do you think that's also now improving at least so definitely is improving but i think what we need is uh, the corporates the public who have resources if they all can come together and ensure that these children uh, who go to government schools have the basic awareness of hygiene basic starting from hand wash or importance of how hygiene plays an important role in wellness what's your personal story in terms of of wellness uh, in terms of exercise and everything else that you consider to be a, a nicer more holistic happier healthier way of living happiness is core to wellness and uh, when we say wellness definitely has mental physical uh, spiritual aspect as well and uh, every soul is looking for two things one it is looking for pleasure or happiness another it is looking to serve one may agree or we not agree now whom do you serve and service and happiness are very well correlated many a times when we do look at wellness people only look at physical fitness okay which is very important so one needs to have a balance between the two otherwise it will be like you're having a golden cage which has a parrot inside and you take care of the cage very well and kill the parrot without feeding it You know you said happiness is the key to wellness but how do you attain that you've touched upon it but do you think uh, just looking inwards meditation other aspects of spiritualism are just as much of a key to holistic wellness as as some others one very simple thing which i found in my case uh, was if a living entity finds purpose in life and i feel wellness and purpose are very strongly correlated so if you have purpose in life you will take uh, efforts to be fit mentally physically and spiritually please take time in finding the purpose but do find the purpose of your life not easy though not easy but i think purpose fuels passion mm. and and one also needs to find out what's the goal of my life uh, is it uh, eating mating sleeping and defending that even dogs also do what can be done beyond that so it's very very important that one really looks inwards and and of course there are a lot of guidance available authentic scriptures are available in the world of should we call it spiritual sustenance there's right. so much available now in terms of information right how does an individual sift and find what is truly universally acceptable and useful and what may lead him to paths which are perhaps not so useful or uh, a downward spiral So what happens is all of the ancient texts have come down in disciplic succession. So one needs to find which succession it is coming and then get the essence of it and take time to find which one should I follow because as you rightly said in the beginning uh, there is a gap between expectation uh, and happiness right so one needs to really look at what am i getting into 
research and find out how authentic it is. Is it coming from uh, disciplinary succession? Uh, it, is it authentic, or is it just run of the mill, fly by night kind of a philosophy that is coming? Is it coming from age old traditions of the country? And India is replete with such knowledge. So that's where you need a spiritual master who comes in uh, uh, an, an authorized succession right from god then you ask questions to the right people then decide uh, what is what needs to be done and then once you're in this path then your physical part uh, clarity of life uh, what are you looking for all those things come together and automatically wellness becomes an outcome you don't have to go after wellness Well, that's a wonderful situation to be. Wellness comes to you. You don't have to go to wellness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are more and more people, do you think, uh, in India, uh, because that's our sphere, uh, understanding that giving is an important part of life? Do you find more people contributing to social causes, to helping the underprivileged? It is going up, especially amongst youngsters. You know, we run an internet uh, initiative. I see when we dissect the people who are giving, a lot of youngsters want to give. youngsters want to be in organizations which has purpose which is focused on wellness well that's good news because as you said there's a give back as well the more you serve Absolutely. the more you receive in Absolutely. many ways but i met a professor at harvard business school he was he has by research found out that one can buy happiness one can buy ha- happiness by giving when you give selflessly uh, you will become happier i also want to touch upon exercise because you know you, you, we've dealt with nutrition the mental side of things uh but exercise is also something that's an essential ingredient of holistic wellness and do you have a personal philosophy on exercise one needs to have balance whether it is recreation whether it is exercise whether it is nutrition uh, have a balanced life overdoing exercise can kill you so we see people now sadly yeah, passing yeah. away in very gyms and what guys, have you very yes. fit guys like one needs to have a balance and i think one needs to really manage ambition to reality uh, that's extremely important if you have goals of eight pack in six months uh, then you're not heading anywhere <laughs> the schools that you operate in is there some additional enhanced uh, awareness if not opportunity to get into more sort of physical regimes and exercise regime huge opportunity and the kids love it you no know, they don't have basic infrastructure many of them don't have but they want to you know during even uh, lunch break they'll quickly finish their lunch and go for playing so things like khelo india or what you are doing can really really help the strength of of mentally being at peace with oneself now uh, especially for the youngsters that may be a very difficult concept because their minds are full of ambition and and so much more to do but how do you calm because calmness is also very big according to me part of holistic wellness how do you calm the children and yet keep them vibrant and ambitious because there seem to be different tracks see if the children from very well to do families they they go out and talk to children who are less privileged than them they can understand how much privileged they are naturally will calm them and if parents guide them you see parents should not set and uh, goals which are just not possible or very impractical i think the child should be given a lot of freedom while giving direction and fundamentals in terms of values values are very very important for calming down a person because anxiety and lack of values are correlated i have to to find out through you you said 2% that leaves 98 so much work still to be done uh, is upscaling a reality is it happening is it a really tough grind after 2% so charu uh, india 
is feeding all these children okay out of this 100% of the children 2% is what we are feeding okay and uh, scaling is definitely possible what we are trying to do is trying to create a collaborative where all of our learnings and unlearnings can be shared and someone asked me you have can why don't you patent what you have done i told them we don't want to capitalize on hunger and recently a uh, few uh, women came from nigeria five of them and learned about uh, akshay patra and they are feeding 50000 children back in nigeria wow it's a global movement yeah, <laughs> and you are the our, ceo trying to do our best fantastic yeah. uh, a final word on medicine versus the so many other forms of healing that exist in india uh, i feel uh, india should look to ayurveda and not only ayurveda just medicine is way of living holistic uh, and time tested and proven so i believe each one of us should look at time tested ayurvedic concepts uh, which talks of very fundamental things and is aimed at wellness shridhar it's been a pleasure uh, we do have a final section called rapid fire yep. so if you don't mind uh, i'll try and keep the questions short and you can keep the answers very short sure. are you ready sure absolutely what one word best describes the impact of the akshay patra foundation transformation brilliant what is the primary source of inspiration for your efforts to eradicate hunger my spiritual master shila prabhupad who gave the visionary seed for a program like this what one word dis- uh, drives your motivation to create a hunger free society partnership hmm what is the one word that you consider vital for the sustainability of your initiatives collaboration you're full of brilliant words well done what single word captures the legacy you aim to leave through your transformative work hope brilliant shridhar it's been a real pleasure and i marvel once again at all the work that you've done beyond what one would say is the call of duty thank you so much and i hope all of you found that uh, session inspiring and motivating as i certainly did because there are many paths to holistic wellness and one certainly seems to be compassion the art and the joy of giving because that's how you receive and when you receive it makes you happy and that leads to of course holistic wellness so there's so many different paths i hope you find your own but find it quickly because all of us could use a happier healthy world and maybe you'll get time to give more even to akshay patra or whoever else we'll see how that goes but uh, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the house of wellness season 2 where really it's all about you so stay well be well be kind be compassionate and we'll see you again next time You were listening to House of Wellness season 2 powered by Himalaya Wellness Company streaming on Jio Seven.